Welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. I'm Ranger, and I am joined by the Gooch. Hello. Hey. Are you in a good mood? Or are you in a better mood than last week? I'm in a better mood than yesterday. Why? And the day before. Why? I had, I don't know what's called in English, a gastroen- gastroenteritis. The stomach flu? Stomach flu, yes. Mm. Did you throw up? No, I didn't. Did you diarrhea? No, I... What's it called? I almost threw up a few times. Okay, but you swallowed it. No, it just didn't come. I don't know. That's There's a couple of jokes there. One about my yeah. ex-wife and one about my ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who's a doctor? Uh, Monroe. Monroe is a doctor. Yeah, Should we call him and ask him about yeah. your gastro? And yeah. he's, Is he a gastroenterologist? Probably. For the yeah. purposes of this episode, he probably is. I guess. All right, let's uh, call Monroe. What's up, folks? Hey, oh. Monroe. Uh, Gideon didn't swallow. I mean, it's a life <laughs> choice. Not going to judge. Yeah, fair. But usually I do. <laughs> <laughs> We just, as long as it's consensual, that's yeah. that's all we worry about. Yeah. Is that true? Let's think about that for a second. Is that true? Yes, uh, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> it, it has to be consensual. <laughs> I'm not saying it shouldn't be consensual. Absolutely not. Let's get the record straight on that one. But what I want to know, what I want to know is, oh my lord. I don't know. What are you going <laughs> to no, say? Like, is, is there a... Is there a scenario where right, it's not okay go. just because it's consensual? But it is consensual. <laughs> so, for example, the the yeah, I mean, our favorite our favorite man, the German dude who ate the other man. Yeah, that was consensual, but it was not okay. <laughs> but also location, like the location is important. Yeah, you can't do anything in a kindergarten, for example. No, I mean you can't do everything. In a kind- you can do some things, but not everything. It would be weird in a at the like a. Funeral home? Dinner party. Dinner party. Yeah, funeral. <laughs> but then that's not, not okay because of what you're doing to each other. That's not okay because there are people around you that wouldn't feel that that would be adding to consensual. their... Consensual, yeah. Okay, true. Yeah. It's um, not, so it's what, not consensual because not everyone in the room is consenting to it. Yeah, yeah That's exactly. absolutely yeah. fair. Absolutely fair. Yeah. But what about the German guy? That's consensual, right? But then did we not agree that he doesn't have capacity? Yeah. was kind of our, like thought process there he's probably they've probably got a mental illness somewhere that's causing i that. mean that's the german government's thought process as far but as i can it tell it was still consensual hmm. yeah but i mean th- now you're diving down a rabbit hole uh, of things that i probably don't want to discuss on this podcast of things that can be consensual but probably aren't like a like a student teacher type thing where the student is perhaps younger than is optimal <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, it's the same thing, right? You're saying one of them can't consent. Whilst, whilst you're sounding a bit 
Uh, rapey, I think, is unfortunate. Term. I'm, yeah. What are you talking about? I'm the one against um, this stuff. I'm. This is character assassination. Do you want to? Do you want to tell everyone what you're wearing at the same time? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, people know that I have it. Some people know that I have it. It's. It sounds worse when you're saying that I'm wearing it, but he's, I am wearing. He's it wearing a latex suit. I am. Yeah. No, I'm wearing. Uh, I'm wearing a hat. Any any kind of hat? Did did this hat show that you support any sort of group or anything? Uh, likes America. Yeah, I'm, it shows that I'm patriotic for for the United States of America, which I'm not actually. Let it, let me put that on record. I'm ironically wearing a MAGA hat. Okay, <laughs> fine, you got me. You got me. I'm ironically showing support for Donald Jason Trump the third. How can you ironically wear a hat? Uh, because, like, I understand that you are wearing it. What it stands for, I'm wearing it. I understand what it stands for, and I find that funny. I find what it stands for very funny. You know what Would I mean? Would you wear like a swastika hat? No, because I don't find that as I don't find that funny per se. I find what he did funny because it was it was chaotic neutral, but in like a bumbling, uh, like stupid sort of way. And I find that funny. And isn't people it, like bought into it as if it wasn't stupid. And that's funny. Isn't it Whereas, a like, bit more than chaotic neutral? Yeah. Because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a little it's bit. Like, so, it's, it's not chaotic evil. It's, it's not. It's on mm, the way. It is, it's on it the is way, chaotic neutral it? because I'm going to Google way. this for you, right? I'm going to Google this for you. Uh, chaotic neutral. Now, I mean, neutral. because he actually... Like we're going too political. Here. So it says uh, a chaotic neutral character. It says an individualist who follows their own heart and generally shirks rules and traditions. Although chaotic neutral characters promote the ideals of freedom, it is their own freedom that comes first. Good and evil comes second. So I think it was chaotic neutral in the fact that it didn't really subscribe to any good slash evil ideology. It was all just fully self-serving random train of thought bullshit and it's funny chaotic yeah. neutral under images comes up with a lot of pictures of our favorite pirate monsieur jack sparrow i just get a picture from the office which is actually quite good hmm. where it says uh what is it good i've i've reevaluated it. it says that michael scott is chaotic good is that true i think i don't know i just don't know yeah. anyway uh do you want to talk about your gastroenteritis some more or not you haven't told Monroe about it. No, I was sick, Monroe. And this is what you failed to swallow. Yeah, my vomit. <laughs> nasty, nasty. How are you doing now? I'm better. Better. I'll cure I the wonders of anymore. medicine. Yeah. I really like the way that you tell stories, Gideon. Am I? You like? Do, do you? It's so florid, <laughs> and so like you paint such a vivid picture. <laughs> You're a Renoir of yourself. What do you want You're to say more? I got sick. I went to the hospital. Now I'm not sick anymore. I just, I just feel like people have written entire books, probably on their, on their struggles with illness. You know. Okay. Just today, I was reading about Liberace's uh, pneumonia death as a result of his HIV positive status. Okay. And there were more details there. It's a more dramatic story. Yeah, maybe. All right. Do you want me to do a hard pivot? Yeah, yes. go for it. Because I'm looking now at the uh, I'm looking now at the the board that I mentioned last week, uh, my glass calling Monroe board, where I can write my thoughts mm. for the week uh, for stuff for us to talk about, which is pretty dope. Mm. And I wrote something on there which I want to bring up. Mm -hmm. The bold and the beautiful. 
Are you familiar with that particular piece of art? Yeah. No. No. It is a sit. Is it a sitcom? No, it's not a situational <laughs> it's not a comedy. <laughs> what is it? It's a. It's a it's drama the, show. It's a. What the it, hell do you it call? It would be this? like a telenovela that never stops. A television soap opera. That's right. That's yeah. what it is. And I want to f- ask you. I guess. Guillon, because Monroe, you're not familiar with this. Don't Google it, Monroe. Oh, okay. I'm, I was just looking up IMDb on uh-huh. it, but uh, uh, okay, fair enough. I will say that it's a TV series, is my understanding, and as far as I can tell, TV series always get overrated on IMDb, mm. and this has a rating of three point four out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. So you you've ruined my follow up question, but that's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, but what I want to what ask, was the follow up question? What is its IMDb rating? Okay, but the the first question I want to ask you is how many episodes of the Bold and the Beautiful have aired? Four thousand three hundred and fifty. No, that's a relatively good guess because I would have not guessed that many. But the answer is actually eight thousand. Oh, damn! Which is insane for a number of reasons, including the fact that so it has thirty uh, some seasons. Uh, you can probably see it, Monroe. Thirty four seasons mm-hmm. or whatever, and. The first season, so I've been watching The Office, right, and things like this, and and the first season is always short. Mm. So, like, the regular seasons maybe go into, like, 22 episodes if it's an American show, and the first season is maybe, like, you know, five to ten episodes. Mm -hmm. The first season of The Bold and the Beautiful was 250-something episodes. (laughs) Fuck. What? That's not a season. (laughs) That can't be. That's two-thirds of the day in a year. I think they didn't plan it. Were they just? Oh did they days. just live stream for for nine months or something? What's two thirds of twelve? Eight months. Look at Bold and the Beautiful timeline. Have you seen those? No, of course I haven't. But you and you there's s- actually a video about it where they like go through the whole about well, fifty years or something, the thirty years or something, and it's crazy. Is it awesome? The description based on IMDb could be for the Bold and the Beautiful, or it could be for. Fast and the Furious. What? <laughs> the description is uh, the saga of glamour, honor, romance, passion, and most importantly, family. Yeah. That could be almost anything, couldn't it? Yeah. No, not really. It couldn't be Breaking Bad. Eh, it could, sort of. Okay, I have another question for you. If you're going to watch The Bold and the Beautiful, you're going to sit down, press play on your TiVo, and watch The Bold and the Beautiful, mm. all of it, how long would it take you? Uh, uh Seven years. I'm going to go way shorter than that. Uh, I was thinking like three months. Uh, so like 90 days. Yeah. The answer is 151 days and 21 hours. What? That's a long time. Just 21 weeks and five days. Damn. Which is a lot. That is a that lot. That is a lot. And I found this out uh, on bingeclock.com, which is a website where you can put in a TV show and it tells you how long it would take to binge watch it. Bingeclock.com. Bingeclock.com. That is such a great website that I, so I don't let myself watch TV series because typically my life ends until I finish it Mm. and I become very unproductive. And maybe if I put in this, put in the series to that and realize how much of my time is going to be wasted until I finish it, then I'd be less likely to start. How long do you think it takes to watch all Adventure Time? Mm, How many seasons? Ten. Uh, so they're not very long. 
2,000 divided by 60? A lot of, a, a, a lot of number. I'm going to allow myself to use a calculator. I'm going to say it takes 33 hours. It takes two days, 22 hours. Oh, that's longer minutes. than I said. I will do that. With the exception of the Tropical Island song, I just couldn't get into Adventure Time. It's fantastic. It's yeah. great. I wanted to find it funny. But it what? is funny. That's the thing. All the people I like find it funny. And I was like, oh, well. It I is funny. Like the I mean, you have like. to watch. you have to watch season one without thinking it's funny. And then it will become fun. You have to understand the characters. It's important. Mm. Yeah, That's the whole idea. Uh, this is the reason why I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I know that I would like it. But <laughs> I know it's just it would take up so much of my time that I refuse to watch it. Also, the final season, people, what people say about it, it's just made it seem pointless. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think on reflection, because of the f- final season, I, you know, it's just, it wasn't a good finish. And we all know how important no. a good finish is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to my ex-husband. <laughs> good God. Good God. Talking of husbands, I'm having a baby. Oh, shit. We knew that already. You're coming out on the podcast. Yeah we, yeah, we knew it because Monroe decided the podcast was less important than fucking Facebook. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, well, it's because I thought of a funny way to put it on Facebook that I was very pleased with. That's true. Uh, a baby drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wait, do you know the uh, gendarme of the baby? No, sorry. We find that out in the 20-week scan. We've just had the 12-week scan. Uh, yeah, I find oh, out. Yeah. You've just gone over the the hump that is nature's abortion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very good. That is the reason. That is genuinely the reason why people sort of wait with announcing until twelve weeks because nature has a way of performing a home abortion, if you will. Correct. Delicately poop. Yes. Yes. That is. You don't the want to tell your grandma you're having a baby, and then she gets all excited, and then you tell her that she's actually not becoming a great grandmother. Nobody well, wants that. We we well, I mean to be fair, most people already knew. You guys already knew. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I bleeped it in last episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice, a little yeah. peek behind the veil, if you will. Yeah. So most people already knew. It was just the uh, the wider audience that was not yet familiar. Mm. So you didn't tell the fat people? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get that, Guyan? Guyan doesn't get it. I can. Do <laughs> he's probably he's probably just not listening again. I'm just waiting for Guyan just true. to go back in his seat again and just go to sleep for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Uh, question though, uh, mm. why do you want to know the sex of your baby? So originally I did not want to know because I was like, oh, it'll be fun to just find out on the day. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't really feel like we're having a baby for me that much because ain't nothing happening. So then if we find out the sex, then we can pick a name. And then when you can start calling something by a name, I guess for the same reason that you don't want to name an animal you're going to kill, I want to name my baby as early as possible. So there's a few solutions to this. One of them is giving it a name per sex. There's So that's one of them. Mm. Uh, another one is a unisex name. Another solution is giving the baby a ridiculous name that you know you will not end up keeping. Mm. So baby names are something that people love to talk about. Mm. And they're also something that... You're kind of forced to engage in conversation with about them a lot because normally when people are talking about them, they're it's normally their baby and they care a lot about baby names. Mm. I think baby names so boring, and so I don't really want, like. I'll just kind of let Mel deal with that side of it. Really, and then she so can kind think- of come up with a solution that, and as long as it's not anything too weird and wacky, then I have what? a pretty good male name for you to use. Go. 
It's Ragnar, Ranger. Excuse me. <laughs> Ra- or Donald. But you say you do not like baby names, so you dislike names in general. No, I don't. I don't dis. I don't mind baby names. It's just I people. Yeah, name. I mean, since you don't like baby names, yeah, he just doesn't like the topic names, of conversation. They will become. A tough and he just name. doesn't like discussing the naming of a baby. Yeah, but why yeah. you ne- you never got to choose until now? It's true. Yeah, I know, but then. I people put so much stock in it, and they're oh, I was like, oh my god, I I can't call it Sarah because I knew this Sarah when I was seventeen, and I'm like, that's just not true because once you have the baby, that baby is gonna then like the the love for the name will come from the love for the child. Not, there no uh, you're, name never, you're not you always gonna look want. at that baby and see like some bitch that you didn't like when you were at school. But it does. I don't know. I feel. I feel. A connection with the person that you just mocked in your fake quote, because I can't think of a name that I would give my baby because they're all taken by people that I already know. Yeah, but this is the thing: like, I can't Once name you have... my baby Gideon. Why not? Well, I can, but then it like we all know that it's because of you. Yeah, and what's the problem? It's not necessarily a problem. It's just a fact. Yeah, but once you have your baby, you will like your baby more than you like Gideon, and you're you will then associate your your baby's name will have meaning because it's associated with your baby and the fact that Guzion exists what won't... if i end up as some like skeezy trailer park mom who doesn't actually like her babies then the name of the baby is the least of your problems anyway <laughs> there is no scenario where it makes a difference ragnar do you remember when i in my office the one who sat on my side he named his son yeah. By the one sitting on his side, like yeah, he named. We're, we're five in the office, and we sit like side by side, and he named his son by the other guy. Yeah, not me. but he said it was unrelated. But like he shared an office <laughs> with a man with the same name as his baby, yeah. and they shared an office for years. Yeah, like there's no getting around the fact that that's weird. <laughs> but it's not weird. It's just a, it's just a name. It's like oh yeah. He's called Steve. That's a nice name. All right, oh, so Steve, let's say yeah. you have a let's say you have a girl, yeah. and you pitch a name to Mel, and this name is an ex lover of yours. Yeah, is that chill? I mean, I I would not have a big. De- I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't mind if it was an ex boyfriend of hers. That would make no difference. You wouldn't. To me at all. Why you would wouldn't? I care? Would you say like no? What are you talking about, something man? else? But it's not like Mel's not still in love with them. It's not like every time. Then she... why is she naming her baby yeah. after him? But she's <laughs> not naming the baby com- after them. Have it's just a, a nice name with her right now. Go right now to Mel and ask her why she's naming her baby after her ex boyfriend. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this 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 is the passion that people have for names, and I just I just don't see it. I feel like whatever. You call your baby, you're going to love it the same. And then that then just call name it is... like fart or something. Just take it all the way if you're going mean, to you have don't, You attitude. also don't want it to get bullied, you know. But fair. how about naming your child the same name you have? I always think that's... Shout out only. Yeah, so someone came up with quite a fun suggestion, actually. So my name is Monroe, as we are familiar. And a Monroe in Scotland is any mountain over 3,000 feet. And so if we oh. called the baby Corbett, and it could be called Corby for short then that is any mount, any hill in Scotland, which is 2,000 to, five, 2,500 to 3,000 feet. Mm. So it would kind of be like Monroe Jr. Nice. That's actually very good. Uh, very so good. P- this is this is what we're going with. 
even though Mel doesn't like it, but yeah. See, this is perfect, though. This fits my third point from before. You could just call it Corbett for the duration of the pregnancy, which makes it a real thing that you don't have to not love because it has a name, but you can just change the name later. Yeah. And then you don't have to find out the sex of your baby because I'm going to die on this hill that it's cooler to not know, and I don't want to know. Yeah, I think it is cooler not to know. I agree. I didn't want also, to know. Gender reveal. If you have a gender reveal party, then this podcast is over. But that I feel like that has to completely depend on how I do the gender reveal because there are, are does it boring ways to do it and there are fun ways to do it. Any fun let's, way? Let's say I rented a plane to draw a massive dick in the sky to say that it was a boy. That's a solid gender reveal. It's solid <laughs> until until. 4 million other people on Instagram and TikTok decide to do it because they saw that you did it and then you just become one of a uh, one of 4 million stupid people. Yeah. Nothing is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is ever cool because if it's ever cool then other people will do it and it stops being cool. So don't do things. <laughs> skill of the fucking week. That's No, I've got a cool <laughs> skill of the week. It's simultaneously virginous and Cool, but we'll get to that later. Is it better than that? Uh, is it better than don't do things because nothing's cool? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good skill, yeah. to be fair. I was reading uh, one of the, the classics of literature last night, rereading uh, a book. Have You've read it, right? Love in the Time of Cholera, Guillaume? Yes. I assume you're not familiar with it, Monroe. No. What is, is it? Is it fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's uh, it's by Gabriel, our man, uh, mm-hmm. and he says it was. I thought it was quite a good, good line. Every, like every every third sentence that man writes is like infinitely wise and quotable. Yeah, it's crazy, and he just writes entire books of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was writing about this woman who was this kind of like she's kind of cold and everything, and she had a baby, and then it was something about how she realized that uh, the love that it struck her really hard that the love for your baby doesn't come from the fact that it's your baby, but it comes from the fact that you develop the bond from raising your baby, mm. which I thought was pretty cool. And I sort of connected with it on a an extremely, extremely diet level because I have a dog and I like to compare that to people having children. Mm. And in the beginning, I was like, it felt like a, a, a tiny little sort of almost in the same direction as this, where like there really is no like innate reason for you to necessarily love this thing. And you do feel this like these pangs of doubt. And then now I've come to realize that like, oh, right, it's like it's the journey. And yeah, I but there is that also that you. instantaneous. I thing. know that there's also some biological blah, blah, blah. I know, but like. But plenty of, especially women, I think, go, like this is part of, uh, what's it called? Postpartum depression mm. is this specific feeling of not instantaneously loving your baby mm. more than anything else in the world and like not feeling this Disney connection with it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to tell you that just it's the journey, bro. Nice. Thanks. Thanks. No worries, man. <laughs> that's, 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 that's such nice, comforting words. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't know where to go with that. That's that's just no, unexpected just, and endearing. To store that one in your heart. Yeah, it's um, cool to read uh, classic literature. I'm gonna put that one out there. Yeah, what? I uh, <laughs> will say it is, but I probably won't get in on that train. 
Fair enough. What I will get in on is myth-busting Mandingo fighting. Wait, what? This is a huge pivot as well. It is oh. a huge pivot. <laughs> pivot! All right, go on. Um, go on. So, Matt, first of all, Mandingo is uh, to a word that I have heard often, and I, like, I've sort of pieced together from context what it probably refers to, <laughs> but I am fully uneducated on the subject. And I'm not even sure if it's like a thing you're allowed to say or if it's deeply offensive. Yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. So I just, I'm going to just put it on the record that I do not necessarily condone any of what's being said because I don't know what's being talked it about. It says, Mantinka people of Sierra, Le- of Sierra Leone is a major ethnic group in Sierra Leone and a branch of Mantinka people of West Africa. But that's with an A. This is with an O at the end, right? Yeah, so I've... Was... Yeah, but it says Mantinka people of Sierra Leone. Oh. It says here. And then it anyway, was an urban urban dictionary version of it. I was happily watching I was happily watching Django Unchained when I was rudely interrupted to come and record this potty pod. And on it there is Mandingo fighting where they force the black slaves to fight to the death. Mm. And that is that is Mandingo fighting in the film. I have no idea if this was created purely by Django Unchained or if there were myths around it, but I looked up a few different articles online and it seems like there's no evidence that this was ever a thing. And whilst mm. like the the historians seem to say there may there may have been a few isolated situations where this happened, mm. they don't know. But it definitely wasn't an established thing where there were multiple people who came from all over and had specialist fighters that would do this. Mm. Okay. I can I mean, we've already said, right, that everything has happened. Mm. So I bet you that someone had two slaves and made them fight. Like that's happened. It must yeah. have happened because yeah. like every yeah. we ta- also talked about everyone being cunt. Like every civilization basically has had slaves. Yeah. Well, every like major civilization throughout the ages. So like some slave owner was like, "Hey, you guys fight for my entertainment." Yeah. But at least it's cool that it wasn't a uh, an established pastime. Yeah. I had this thought the other day. It's probably not a nice thought. But I, it was basically the same thought. But I thought, like, I wonder if anyone's ever done this. Because this would be kind of clever if you're a sadistic fuck. Which maybe says more about me, but whatever. And th- I was thinking, like... That was like, my first thought. I know. So, like, imagine one slave owner. One person yeah. has some slaves. This was inspired by something that I heard in a podcast. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The slave owner's friend, who is of the same social status as the slave owner, goes to the slave owner's slave, who is not his own slave, right? Mm-hmm. And he says to that slave, as your owner's friend, I free you. What is the slave to do? Because if the slave like refuses to obey this man of higher social status, then you can punish him, right? Mm-hmm. But if he is freed and like acts like a free man, he hasn't gotten permission from his slave owner and must also be punished. <laughs> You've <laughs> created <laughs> So if you this is skill of the week. If you have a slave you want to punish for no and you don't really have a reason, then this is a pretty good trap, if you will. I mean, there's just a lot of flaws in your logic there. That's like me like saying what? because if if some random consultant comes on the ward and tells me to do something to a patient. You are not a slave, Monroe. No, but the scenario you're putting is that there's just someone who's basically got more authority than you, but isn't your in your specific line isn't your in specific line of of authority tells you to do. I'm something. saying that imagine you get you get abducted abducted by aliens tomorrow, yeah, and you're put in a cell, and 
there's like this ruling class of aliens over you and they're all horrible to the humans that they've abducted. And then like a fully equivalent, but not your master alien comes to you and it's like, I freed you, go, go be free. Then like, are you seriously going to be like, no alien, I will not obey you. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Surely you've been put in a bit of a pickle there. You have to admit. A little bit, a little bit of a pickle. Yeah. So I'm saying if those aliens are looking for a way to... To punish a random slave, and this is a good trap. This is a good way, a good trap, yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all, all I'm saying, bro. All I'm saying. It's <laughs> a good thought. That's, yeah. a, that's a nice shower thought you had there. Good, uh, good. I had it on a walk. I've been doing a lot of walking. A lot of walking? Is this to get your 10,000 steps? Mm, yes and no. It's also to walk my fucking dog. Oh. Uh, I know, I know. The other, it happened twice recently, two weeks, non-consecutive. There was a week in between where I didn't reach this. But two weeks where I walked 100 kilometers over the, that week. Wow. It's a lot of walking. That is a lot of walking. If you got a cat, it would have walked itself. Yeah, I didn't know. No. I'd also be allergic to it, which would be a huge problem for me personally. Not if you spend 2,000 pounds in it. One of my friends just spent 2,000 pounds on a hypoallergenic cat. Because and apparently it's been bred so that it doesn't have a specific enzyme in it because it's not it's not the fur that you're actually allergic to. There's something else. This is a very bad description. It's like the oils or some bullshit. Yeah, but it's expensive. Cats. See, have we talked about this before on the podcast? Cats are animals, right? And I, <laughs> as animals, I respect them. Uh-huh. Like I, I think they are magnificent machines. You know, in how they are put together, they're chaotic neutral. They are chaotic neutral in a way but i just they're just not pets like there's just there's no point in them as pets what like what why like a dog is a, a legitimate companion yeah whereas a cat just isn't my just cat was my best friend growing up bullshit <laughs> cats are nice they're fine if okay your cat was maybe your best friend but you were not your cat's best friend yeah, it was. Don't take this away from me. It's going to be like the when I was sixteen, I rewatched Noddy, and it was so shit. What? Naughty. Oh, that's always the worst. Totti. Totti. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> that's that's bad when you rewatch something from your childhood and it sucks. I was like, why did I ever like this? What kind of idiot was I? I don't know on what level I felt like I would enjoy it. It wasn't designed for me at that age. Was it not? But yeah, I just didn't. I was like, this isn't funny. This is not well written. This is not. You know what is funny and well written and good? Winnie the Pooh. Mm. Have you watched Winnie the Pooh as an adult? No, I've not been brave no. enough to do that. It's fantastic fantastic i genuinely think you i recommend it i watched it uh i think it was 2016 when i was in london i was like sick one day and i was in bed all snuggly and i decided to watch a winnie the pooh film uh the one where they go to skull oh my god it's great i do celebrate winnie the pooh every time i cross a bridge because i regularly play poo sticks still oh very good Uh, yeah winnie the pooh is some fantastic shit Mm. truly fantastic so maybe i'll need to give that yeah do watch winnie the pooh okay I forget what the one is the call that I watched, but they go to a so Christopher Robin goes to school hmm. and it, like for the day, and they all freak out because Owl reads the letter and reads that he went to Skull, so they're all scared <laughs> that he. And then they go find this cave that looks like a skull, and they go exploring and stuff. It's great. Ragnar, <laughs> how, when did this movie come out? When I was a child, I had it on VHS. When I was a child, 
Okay. Maybe I was late. I I thought it was like when I was 10 years old or something. No, no, no. I don't think so. Um, nobody knows, actually. Or what? The, actually, one person does know, and that is my uncle Google. Ask him. Duck, duck, go. It is Pooh's Grand Adventure 1997. Ooh, I was a mere five years six. old. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's... Uh, what? Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 33%. I'll give Rotten Tomatoes a 33%. <laughs> it's good. It's great. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus. So if Fuck you em. give Rotten Tomato 33%, yeah. everything they give with is with a factor of 0.33. So it's actually an 11% that this yeah. movie gets? Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> Fuck. Whatever. It's. I still recommend it because I watched it and it's great. And on the cover, it there's a quote by the... Hollywood Reporter that says it's grand indeed and wonderfully charming. So, <laughs> must be good. Uh, can I tell? I don't know if it's time yet. I'm a bit excited for it. My my skill of the week. Just do it. I mean, do just... we have a message? Oh, we don't. I don't think we do have a voicemail. I don't know. Actually, I haven't. It's checked. kind of become to the point where if, if Leo doesn't message, then we don't have a voicemail. <laughs> don't say this. But on record, Leo lives on because he is the one who sent me the skill of the week. Ah. Oh. Uh, God damn it. All right, fine. So it's for next time you have to put your birthday cake candles out and you feel like you're too cool to blow. <laughs> Just like my ex-wife. <laughs> what you need to do yeah. is you clap above the candles and then you punch some air towards the candles, but rather than with a fist, you kind of have it so that your palm's up so you've got a bit more surface area. Uh-huh. And then that creates enough of a whoosh of air so that the candles go out. Wait, I'm sorry. You clap and you punch? Yeah. Wait, what? Show me. Just show me. Like, you don't need a candle. You just need to show me the act. Oh, so you you actually clap and then you punch. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Why, what's, why do you clap? I presume that that causes some sort of air turbulence that is then favorable to putting the candle out, but I don't know. So the punch, the punch is the one that puts the candle out? Yeah, yeah. The punch is the one that put the, puts the candle out, but you need to clap first. Is it certified by the American Board of Physicians that you have to clap first? It's certified by Gundle of the Gundle Bundle. Interesting. Has he, so he's tried it without the clap? I don't know. He sent me the, the video he sent me, had a clap. Mm-hmm. And the video I saw online, had a clap. One of you must be able to do this now. Yeah, why don't I do it now? I'll get a candle in. Yeah. And we can test this baby out. Yeah, absolutely. Please hold. I mean, these are the most pathetic candles ever, so they might just go out anyway. So if I do it without the clap... Oh, they went out without the clap. That's upsetting. Interesting. These are the most pathetic candles ever, though. Yeah, what the hell? I don't. That's I thought you were one. actually bringing nice ones. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all yeah, these this like one is better. this one is better. Yeah, but they're all kind of these safety candles. It's you know. blue. So that didn't work. Okay. So now if I clap and do it, still didn't work. Also didn't work. No. Interesting. Mm. Maybe you're waiting way too long between. Yeah, maybe it's too long between. No. Well, this is disappointing. Oh, that way. Oh, now it's just the clap. It was just the clap. <laughs> it's just the clap. <laughs> Try it at home, guys. See what see what you're make of it. So it was like almost like a skill of the week. A little bit too visual for a podcast. 
Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Also, too much of a failure for a podcast, maybe. I mean, it's de- it definitely works, but it's just not clear if it works because of the clapping or in spite of the clapping. <sighs> so that was a dismal failure, and you were so mm. excited by the skill. I was, because I had seen it on the internet, and it looked cool. And then I, someone sent me a video of it, and it looked cool. Maybe the skill of the week is solid, but the skiller of the week is poor. Hmm, maybe. We could uh, we could just fall back on my skills. One of them was don't do anything because eventually it will not be cool. Is it and nothing? the other one was how to kill your slave sort of with reason, if you Would, need to find reason. Wouldn't it be don't do anything and record it and put it online? No, because even if the word of mouth is still a thing, you know. <laughs> just don't do anything that you think is cool. Just don't tell because anyone. Someone, because millions of people will do it and they'll also think it's cool. Yeah, but even if you don't tell anyone and you do it once and you're like, that was pretty sick. Turns out someone else in the future is going to have the same idea. They're going to tell someone. And then all of a sudden your sick idea is now super lame. Why is it lame? Because some loser will have done it. Like, that's not cool. You don't want to do what some loser has done. And that is definition. That's the definition of lame. If, like, tons of losers do it and think it's cool, then yeah. If people do things in an uncool way yeah. and genuinely think it's cool, mm. then that thing has now become uncool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anything But, popular is uncool. Yeah. It has to be by definition, it, right? It, it, it's It's called basic, being basic. I mean, it's not quite that simple, I don't think. I don't know, but there's some wisdom there, I find. I feel. I agree with you, but I'm also hesitant to feel like a voice of coolness. I'm not, I feel I'm like not, I need to have the insight to realize that I'm not. I'm not, I'm not the... I don't necessarily feel like I'm saying that I'm cool or the voice of coolness. I'm just saying, like, I don't... Like, I know that neurosurgery is a thing without being a neurosurgeon just like mm. i know i can i know what coolness is without necessarily being cool although sort of in unrelated news i am pretty cool <laughs> hey i didn't don't. read the urban dictionary uh, description of what mandingo is oh no please do it's an it's a man who has an enormous ding dong see this is <laughs> sort of what i thought and it's not the phrase to a, show it so because we we had a a buddy, if you will, who now speaks Japanese. Did you know this, Monroe? Uh, we had a buddy in, in university, and he left his email logged in on a public computer okay. once. And our I think it was Fogarty, right? Or somebody sort of, or was it Rob Kelly? Someone, someone went on that computer, went to his email, and sent out an email to, I think, the entire year, or like the whole university or something. It was some like... We all got this email, and the lecturers got this email. What was this guy's name again? Ivan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it, something to do, it had something to do with Mandingo in it, and it was signed off like Ivan 12-inch Mbogo. <laughs> I've just given his entire name there. And this That was, is such a strong game from the person who said that. Uh, yeah, I, I want to find, find out who. It was either it was Fogarty, Davison, or Rob Kelly, but... It was fucking yeah. We all got this email, and this that was my first encounter with Mandingo. <laughs> it was I. I probably still have that email somewhere actually, because I still have access to my that university email account. Anywho, uh, <laughs> we still have some time. Unfortunately, should we talk politics? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, we got pretty no, close to it today with uh, your MAGA hat. MAGA, it's actually really hot under this thing. I, I've wanted to take it off for a solid half hour now, and I just I can't because my headphones are over it and etc. It takes three seconds. I've started wearing a baseball cap, and I've been getting mixed reviews. Well, are you wearing it uh, in sort of what circumstances? Uh, I don't know when I go out climbing or whatever. Or I mean, that's that's for perfectly acceptable. So Ole, we were in a car the other day, and he he got very, like, very genuinely angry because it was evening, so it was dark outside. It was probably mm-hmm. like ten or eleven p.m. Yeah. Uh, or ten p.m. maybe, and it was dark outside, and it was cold, and it's winter, and it's Denmark. And the dude in the car in front of us at the gas station was wearing a hat, like a baseball cap, mm-hmm. and Ole just like he hated this. He hated the fact that a grown man was wearing this hat. That is so unreasonable. Of course so it is. Yeah, of course unreasonable. It is. Like, it, and, like, you know, it's just, it's also a fashion item as well. I don't see, like... Yeah, but he hated he hated that aspect of it. I will, however, hate on the fact that today I was in a lecture uh, online. So everyone was at home in their respective living rooms and or bedrooms. Mm. And this guy was wearing a cap. Mm. That's unnecessary and uncool. Be like being the person in the club with sunglasses on. Yeah, that's very uncool. I mean, wearing yeah, wearing like these, wearing something like that indoors during a lecture and everything like that. At that point, you're you're getting uncool, right? Uh, what's that guy from The Departed? Leonardo DiCaprio. Jack Nicholson. He's a big fan of wearing sunglasses all the time. Is he in real life or just in the various films he's in? No, I think he. I think he is as well. And there, uh, there's a great quote somewhere from him where he's talking about wearing sunglasses and why, I think someone asks him why he's wearing them. And I can't remember what he says, but it's something like, you know, when I'm not wearing my sunglasses, I'm just a fat old guy. But then mm. when I'm wearing my sunglasses, I'm all of a sudden a sexy cool dude. Obviously he says it in a more cool way than sexy, that. Sexy cool way. Yeah, but that's kind of the gist of what he's getting at. I mean, that's the point of all fashion, isn't it? To be a sexy, cool dude and or dudette. So, well, this is the quote that I've got here. I don't know if this is the right one because it's just one one search. But it says, with my sunglasses on, I'm Jack Nicholson. Without them, I'm fat and 60. Oh. I mean, that sounds... But is he still 60? I'm <laughs> 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 not sure that's quite, quite the... the <laughs> Oh my god. You do always cut to the core of it, don't you? <laughs> I feel I've thought about this. I felt I feel this way about masks. Not this way, but I feel a way about masks. I like that I hope they're here to stay because I enjoy being out in public with a mask on. I like being able to shield my face. That's because it's one step closer to people being able to just take over and cause riots. <laughs> yeah, I mean sort of sort of exactly that, yeah. To be fair, <laughs> it is just like it's that additional level of like public anonymity and mm. a little bit closer to chaos. So yeah, I guess that's the reason. But I I've well and truly enjoyed. I like wearing a mask in public, and I I could take it a step further. I wish that these masks were full full face affairs. <laughs> you should start wearing what's the uh, the full face Muslim wear? Oh, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? A burqa or a niqab or whatever. Yeah, a burqa, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could. I mean, that's, I would enjoy that. I think it's cool. There's also, 
there was this mask, this COVID mask that I saw on Kickstarter that various people in my life told me that I should absolutely not get. And it was like a full face mask and it was fucking dope. And it had, oh man, it was cool. And it, yeah, it covers your whole face. And then there was this one dude that I saw, he like, he did this purely for privacy reasons. So he was, this was all about like uh, facial recognition and CCTV and whatever. Uh, and he just made a whole bunch of masks that were his face mm. that the, so the CCTV cameras would recognize it as his face. So you basically, it's like uh, obscurity by whatever anonymity by something or whatever he called it. So like, if everyone is this random dude, then no one is that dude. Right. Do we want to do a little bit of learning about uh, Muslim headscarves and what the different terminology is? Uh, I think next week. Yeah. I think I that so. can be our teaser for next week. Nice, uh, okay. If you guys are, if anyone here is uh, passionate about these things, then, or no, because if they're passionate about it, they already know it. But they could educate the, uh, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I guess leave a voicemail if you're passionate. But if you are uh, burning for learning, then tune in, right? Yeah. Yearning for some learning. Mm. Speaking of yearning, I'm yearning for your parting words. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> uh, happiness is not by chance, but by choice. Mm, very good. Good one. Yeah. And be kind. Oh, Nice. That was a surprise, isn't it? Yeah, I've never heard that before, actually. Uh, Moonface, do you have any parting words? Um, anyone with any sort of business out there will sponsor you. I don't care. I don't care if you give us one P. We just won't have a sponsor. <laughs> what? No, they'll sponsor us. They'll you sponsor us. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will sponsor your business. We're obviously good at it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Send us, send us some quiche, and we will drop an ad. A 45-minute ad. The whole yeah. episode would be... In the form of slam poetry. Yeah. Mm. Deal. Dope. Uh, yeah, I mean, send us shit to callingmonroe.gmail.com, uh, Instagram at callingmonroe. Uh, write to your local government and ask them to somehow feature us in in the running of the, the local community. Um. I don't know. And a right. special shout out to any listeners on Hong Kong, you know. Absolutely. We need to keep that 21st, 21st top improv comedy podcast in Hong Kong mm-hmm. listing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love I love Hong Kong. I like uh, I like the rioting that they did. Huge fan. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and you mean that. I do mean that. Huge fan of, of those. So keep that up. Uh, <laughs> and keep on drugging. Goodbye, folks. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I knew, I, as soon as you said goodbye, I was like, mm, I'm just going to hang up. And then I went to hang up yeah, on you guys. I almost did that too. <laughs> You're feeling low In need of a bro There's one thing Your heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe, calling Monroe, calling Monroe, I'm calling Monroe.